Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to explain why the Fed should stop buying bonds. We're raising prices. People are raising prices to us. It's being accepted. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, take home building. I mean, uh, you know, the cost of, we've got nine home builders and uh, in addition to our manufactured housing thing and then uh, operation, which is the largest in the country. So we really do a lot of housing. <laughs> the costs are just up, up, up. It's an economy really... Uh, it's red hot. I mean, and we weren't expecting it. That's Warren Buffett speaking at Berkshire's annual meeting a couple of weeks ago. Everyone knows housing is hot. It's not just that people who have discovered they can work remotely want to live in the suburbs. People have money in their pockets, thanks in part to the federal government issuing stimulus checks to literally half the country. I understand last year there was a need to move urgently in putting cash in people's pockets. But this time around, we've been dishing out money at the same time as we're vaccinating the population. Most people would have waited a month or two just to see if perhaps a huge and very blunt instrument wasn't needed. But we didn't. And the stimulus checks have not surprisingly been very popular, as is the $300 per week federal unemployment supplement on top of whatever your state pays. For some people, this can add up to $15 an hour or $30,000 a year. So it shouldn't be a surprise that many businesses report difficulty in hiring people. In fact, the miss in non-farm payroll a week ago looks like it was in part because there aren't enough people to fill the available jobs. But the Fed is continuing with its pedal to the metal monetary stimulus. They're putting your savings at risk because they're helping inflation higher. So let me start with just saying that we're very strongly committed to achieving our objectives of maximum employment and price stability. Uh, our, our price stability goal is 2% inflation over the longer run, and we believe that having inflation average 2% over time will help anchor long-term inflation expectations at 2%. With inflation having run persistently below 2% for some time, the committee seeks inflation moderately above inflation for two times. For above 2% for some time. That's Fed Chair Jay Powell explaining that the Fed wants to see that everyone is employed before they worry too much about inflation. It's not that this is a bad goal. Maximum employment consistent with stable prices is the right mandate for the Fed. But the bond buying is too much. It worked during the 2008 financial crisis, and it was the right thing to do a year ago when markets were freezing up. But to continue now, when the economy is going gangbusters, is to add fuel to an already red-hot economy. They're especially boosting housing by buying mortgages. Everyone knows housing doesn't need any help right now. But they're also silencing the message that rising bond yields provide. America is going way overboard on fiscal stimulus, starting with the checks to half the country in March and April, that will soon be followed by an infrastructure plan, which many people support, 
and could be better justified if we hadn't just spent another $1.9 trillion on COVID relief. Then there will be the American Families Plan, which looks packed with all kinds of dubious handouts. Since when did we need to spend $400 billion on elder care? These Democrat spending bills are becoming a caricature of what Democrats were thought to be like in the 1960s and 1970s. Clinton balanced a budget, and Democrats can claim to be the party of fiscal responsibility more than Republicans in recent years. Both parties like to spend money, but Democrats like to raise taxes too. Today's Democrats make no pretense of being fiscally responsible, and that's exactly why the Fed should have cut back their bond buying because we can see where things are heading. Keeping bond yields artificially low hides the concern that bond investors have about our spiraling debt. It is not a price sensitive economy right now in the least. And uh, I don't know exactly how one shows up in different price indices, but there's, there's more inflation going on than quite a bit more inflation going on than people would have anticipated just six months ago or thereabouts. The Fed thinks inflation will drop back down. Nobody can be certain. They may be right after all, although the anecdotal evidence of shortages is showing up everywhere. But they're betraying excessive and misplaced confidence in their forecast of low inflation. The market may grow more nervous. As it is, investors expect inflation to average 2.5% over the next decade which is not what the Fed thinks. What if expectations go higher to two and three quarter percent or even three percent? Will the Fed then have to buy even more bonds to offset the unwanted tightening of monetary conditions that a weakening bond market is causing? I don't think they've thought this through. So they've left themselves with limited room to maneuver. If inflation drops in a year, that will be great. But if it doesn't, they'll be facing unpleasant choices, such as to wait longer for the expected decline in inflation or to stop buying bonds after yields have already risen. This will just push yields higher still. Whether they're proven right or not, the Fed has made a poor choice. Each inflation number will test their view, and they've got their modern monetary theory crowd, the progressive Democrats, pushing for even more spending. We know the spenders in Congress are not on the side of bond investors, but it's no longer clear that the Fed is either. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.